2: Welcome to the Cultum Collective Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Dave A.C. and the Sixth Doctor. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cultum Collective Podcast podcast yes it's another sunday and we're gathering around our awfully large round table and at the head of that table <clears throat> is mr dave ac hello dave
5: uh, yes uh no property today no wine no winners tennis medal but a room full of friends yes uh, glad to be
2: here Excellent. glad to have you along all right let's see who else is around the table joining us is kobo 4747 hello kobo new Kobo. Right, right, we'll come back to Kobo. Kindar is here on audio. Hello, Kindar.
6: Hello, everyone.
5: Hello.
2: Glad glad you're alive and keeping cool. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Sorry, self-muted.
2: That's okay. Hey, Kobo.
7: <laughs> How are you doing,
2: Ian? Good. Glad to have you along today.
7: Glad to be here.
2: I'm glad you found the mute button. Or unmute button, as it were. (laughs) Also joining us is Rick Wall. Hello, sir.
3: Hello, guys. How are you?
2: Very good, sir. Let us know if the hellhound needs let out, and we'll let you on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She just went back upstairs after Ah. telling me that the missiles were ready to be
2: fired. Ah, okay. As long as the world is safe. (laughs) Also joining us, Jeff, the Seventh Doctor. Hello,
1: Jeff. Hello, Ian. Glad I just wonder him. if we're the uh, the the people that can be seen through the windows uh, in the introduction of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yes, yeah, sitting around, around the, 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 the right. conference table. <laughs> yes.
5: I'd rather be at Quark's bar myself. Uh,
2: Quark's I'd bar. I'd rather be in Ted I'm forward. forward.
8: <laughs> not have much better service.
2: <laughs> also on the line on audio, it's Ken. Hello, Ken. Good
0: afternoon, Ian. How are you doing today?
2: Not oh, too bad. I have tea in hand, and uh, I haven't been watching the tennis.
0: Need <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. some more tea for your elbow, then.
2: There you go. (laughs) All right, that's everybody on audio. Let's see who is under the cone.
8: Control, new agent training program, section 3.5, the cone of silence. To activate, simply lower the cone and speak clearly. What? Do not overuse the cone of silence. What? Do not shout in the cone of silence. What? In fact, don't even use the cone of silence. What? It's never worked right. I don't know why we bought it in the first place. The portable cone of silence.
2: And joining us on the cone today are Logan, Enterprise Who, Cybob, Darth Skeptical, who's probably on a starship somewhere with a bunch of Mandorian women. Interesting. And Mr. Van Thor is holding down the cone. All right, there's only one more person to introduce, and that's the typing monkey. It's news time!
7: won't go. Thank
2: you. Thank you, Kobo. <laughs> Yay! All right. Very, very brief news. Uh, first news is uh, something that uh, I've I've been checking up on recently. Uh, you may uh, remember a couple of, well, probably about a month ago, we mentioned on the show that uh, they're having a Star Trek uh, Next Generation 25th anniversary event at a cinema near you, with any luck. Unfortunately for me, it wasn't near me at all. Um, I would have had to have driven about an hour and a half to go and see it. And it's on the Mondays, so it's a school night, and you know. But my good news is they're actually showing it in the theater in the city uh, in which I live, which means it'll only be a 15 minute drive. So I'm very happy, and nobody else cares.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, keep an ear out for our review show. Um, Jeff, myself, and uh, whoever else from the collective has uh, managed to get to this and wants to be uh, part of our studio show, I will post details later about uh, if you want to be involved in that and uh, and how to do so. So keep your ear out. All right, Dave. It's a special month for us, is it not?
5: It is indeed. I'm uh, I'm out of the terrible twos now. I'm almost becoming a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and they say I'm mature. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's our birthday month. Uh we decided not to just celebrate a certain particular day because back when we launched uh the show uh 3 years ago, um we of course did a couple of uh test shows before we started off. Um, and uh yeah, it's been it's been 3 years. Uh got to uh send some love and thanks out to uh to Mr. West Hubbard who uh this show borrowed heavily from his uh his show, CIA, uh and gave us kind of the start. Um uh, we had our um uh, had a job basically co hosting his show and uh decided to branch out on our own. And it's been three years and um I'm I'm sure Dave will agree with me when I say uh thank you to everybody over the past three years who has been involved and who's supported us in our changeover from one show to the other and uh Basically made the collective what it is today. Uh, we decided for for uh, collective in the uh, in the title because of all of you who come along and, and join us. Uh, as David and I have always said this show is only this show because of the people who show up every week uh, to discuss the topic. So um, most of you will have uh, realized that uh, we've had a bit of a, a, a regeneration. Um, because of our three-year anniversary. And uh, we have a new logo for both our uh, main show and for our uh, commentary podcasts. And uh, this is all thanks to um, a young man by the name of Aaron McKee. And uh, if you go to uh, www.aaronmckee.co.uk, and it's uh, A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K-E-E, you can see uh, his... uh, his work there. He's uh, currently tweaking his uh, website. He's had some computer problems as of late, but uh, is getting things back up to speed. Um, But I asked uh, Aaron uh, a little while ago if uh, he would mind uh, redesigning our logo. Uh, And he's actually my cousin. (laughs) Um, About to... Twenty odd years ago, I remember babysitting him as a wee fella, and uh, um, I just really like to thank Aaron for putting all the work in that he did, and for making me look thin. Um, it really is nice to be thin. <laughs> we didn't say it was echoing reality; it was just uh, you know when I mean, we do, uh, as as somebody in the collective mentioned, where well, we do deal in fantasy. <laughs> no I think it was fiction yeah fiction fantasy whichever yeah that's us Uh, but yeah we really love the new logos and all the work that he put in and uh, and yeah it's it's great Uh, a bit of an overhaul and uh, we hope everybody likes it Dave do you have anything to add
5: Uh, only that uh, if you haven't yet seen him and are not sure what we're talking about we've also uh, opened up a new uh, TwitPic account so it's a twitpic.com forward slash photos forward slash them. And you can see uh, there the, are the basically two versions of it, one for the standard ones and the ones, of course, where Ma- Mike is a very big part of us doing the commentaries. And so that has all three of us on. And Ian, you perhaps also want to mention that we're now also available uh, with a page on Google+. Plus.
2: Yes, yes, we now have a Google Plus page um. I'm still trying to figure all that stuff out. I, I created a page under my account so it's uh it's on there. I'm not entirely sure how you get there. <laughs> but um Ken could probably tell you. <laughs> but yes, um uh, I'll put that link into uh the chat when I get the chance here. Cause, uh Dave just put me on the spot. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> but oh, yes, we are, we are on we we are on Google Plus and you can search us out uh, uh as the Colton Collective. Uh, plus, you'll see uh, links to that on, on my page and on Dave's, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, that that's a part of our expansion. Is basically actually it all coincided because Dave's been getting in my case for the past three, four, five months to do a Google Plus page because for all of that's those a link. for those of you out there who don't know, Dave does the lion's share of the work around here. <laughs> I'm just here to look good or sound good, whichever.
8: Yeah,
5: and I've just noticed we've got Jeff coming in on audio. Uh, sorry, Perry. Perry Perry G. Ah, yeah. Speaking audio.
2: of the person who says we deal in uh, fiction, it's Perry. <laughs> hey, Perry.
7: Yeah, I know you're lazy. Ian. <laughs>
2: yeah, I am. I'm terribly lazy. Just short and sound good. Yes, Dave has put the uh, the link in the chat there um, to get to our Google Plus page.
5: Yeah, and please join it. It's not uh, very much so, of a yes, collective but, on Google Plus at mm-hmm. the moment.
2: Uh, and also, please please check out uh, Aaron's, um, Aaron's page. Plus, uh, you'll also find uh, links on the Cocktail Collective uh, to his Facebook page for his uh, design company. So, um, he's rather skillful, and plus, he is a Doctor Who fan. So, um, the, the one thing I do have to say is I never asked him to draw me in the Six Doctor's coat. That one he did all on his own, and it kind of blew me away that uh, he put that much thought into, I mean, yes, I know my my um, user ID is the sixth doctor, but for him to actually just go to that length and and, and put me in the code was really, really cool. So thank you, Aaron. Um, I really do appreciate it. All
8: right, uh, that wraps it up uh, for news.
5: Yeah, I'm just trying to put quickly, is, uh, is link page in the room? And there we are.
1: There it goes. Ian? Yes. um, If I may, I placed in chat the link uh, for the Star Trek The Next Generation movie event. Uh, If you go to the link, just enter your zip code in the upper right corner, and you can see if there's a theater near you that's playing it. Right.
2: Yeah, once you put your your zip code in and hit enter, it'll show you uh, the closest theater to you, um, and... uh and on down the list from that. So, uh, yes, thank you very much for putting that in there. Um, if you don't know how to get, uh, to the chat grabber, um, the website that's uh, organizes this is fathomevents.com. So if you go there, you'll see a list of all their events too. And you can find your way to, uh, to the Star Trek Next Generation 25th anniversary event page. And, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll get to see it too. All right. Uh, that about wraps it up for news. And uh, I do
0: have something very briefly.
2: <gasps> okay. Uh-huh. Let's, let's, let's hear your briefs, Ken.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> just realize that the Doctor Who Season 7 trailer has been put up on the BBC America website. Um, no doubt a spoiler alert for those that don't want any spoilers for the upcoming season. This also ties in to the thought that there will be Doctor Who related specials around the middle of August leading up to the premiere of the uh show's season, which we're not sure exactly when, but hopefully end of August, early September. And that's it.
2: Okay. Thank you very much, Ken. Thank you. All righty. Well, before we uh, head into our main topic. You may be wondering how you can get involved in the collective and be one of those little um, silhouetted heads down the bottom of our logo. Well, here's how you do it.
8: If you enjoy listening, why not join the collective and participate yourself?
5: We're on TalkShoe. Call ID 54821. Call in on
8: 724-444-7444. This is a U.S. number, area code 724, so do check your calling plan before dialing in. If you have a SIP client, you can
5: call in for free on 66.212.134.192.
2: Or you can connect in directly via the shoe phone client if you have TalkShoe Live installed. Looking forward to hearing you. And that's how. It's easy. Really, it is. All right, we're on to our main topic, which is upcoming science fiction and fantasy movies that aren't remakes, sequels, or prequels. Dave?
5: Yep, I'm just putting the link into the room. Yes, um, apologies for (laughs) a slight lack of preparation for today. Uh, I barely had time for tea. As Ian alluded to before, (laughs) I've been watching the men's Wimbledon final uh, that just ended just briefly, enough for me to have some tea. So those of you in the room that expected me to play lots of clips, haven't got any, but I'll play one just because I want to, and it's nothing to do with the topic.
2: This is Lewis B. of the Happiness Patrol, and you're listening to the Cultum Collective. Don't be scared, it's not really a cult.
5: <laughs> okay, yes, uh, uh, this, this is another topic that we can... Uh, uh, Blame's not the right word, is it? We can attribute to... No, blame. Hey, I, I, I like blame.
2: <laughs> Really liking blame.
5: That's so right. if it bombs, if, it fa- if it's failure to launch on the launch pad, you know your money at NASA is well spent.
4: For the record, <laughs> I did not tell them to do a show on this. I posted it on a Facebook page. That was all... It's a oh, yeah.
0: now he's
2: fluffing it off. All right.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what we uh, so, do? Okay, listen-
2: so okay. So then, if it's, this topic is a success, you can attribute it to Perry G. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, if it works, it was all my idea. Yeah, it doesn't right. work. There we go.
2: <laughs> well, as by way of introduction, I'm going to just read out basically. We have the, we'll have this Perry put a link into an IO uh, an IO nine. Uh, Article, which is I O N the number nine dot com, um, into an article about upcoming science fiction and fantasy movies that aren't remake sequels or prequels. They know we've got the show title from. They're rebooting Spider Man. They're making total recall. Remaking Total Recall. Uh, Sometimes when you're in the middle of summer movie craziness, it can seem like every movie is based on an already existing movie. But that's really not true. There are actually tons of genre movies in development that are new concepts at least as far as the movies go. Some of them have uh, already finished filming, while others will never get made. Uh, so basically, we've got a big, long list, fancy that, of uh, movies that are now based on uh, uh, book or graphic novels, um, that have uh, seen the, their start in short movies, uh, short films, uh some of them are due to come out very, very soon, and some of them, as I say, we may never see. So we're going to have a wander through this list and uh, and talk about anything that you're uh, looking forward to seeing, something that uh, maybe we've missed on the list. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Dave?
5: Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm just going to remind people that uh, I do try when we, we we have a an order from a previous week to try and... Get people to have a chance to talk you know in reverse order, so just to remind people that people like uh, Perry Ken, and Kinder were last to go last week. Uh, I was going to go with uh, Kinder, but I think Perry has virtually nominated himself now I think uh, to go first since he 's had the one uh, chance to peruse this list, perhaps more than most of us so <laughs> Let's start at the top. Let's start with Uh-oh. the head boy, the head boy, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the uh, what was it, the uh, me- uh, Meritus pupil of the Colton Collective, yeah. Um, would you like to, um, you know, what, what, what was it that sort of uh, piqued your interest about the actual topic, and have you had a, a, a chance to, um, to sort of clarify uh, some of the choices and thoughts or things that you're looking forward to from I- the list?
1: Dave, Perry's lost audio. He dropped oh, them off. It's
5: a joke. It's done on purpose, you know. I can, here he
2: comes.
1: Here he comes, here here he he, comes. He's he coming comes. back again.
5: <laughs> uh failure to launch. You need some mutiny uh, Here we go.
4: There we go. No, I followed one of those links and um that Dave put up and it opened another talk show client and uh, messed with my. What <laughs> the yeah. should be the
5: right one I clicked on. I, I took it well. I apologise for that. I took it from the actual uh, advert that we did um, for the show. So, have you got the right one open now?
4: The IO9 page. No, I don't have yeah. it yet. Yeah. There we are.
5: Okay, let me just read some of the, okay. the, the, the starting ones, just to give you... So, I don't know whether these are put in order uh, that they're coming out, but um, uh, the first section is about uh, book or graphic novel adaptions. Um, so, let's just do that section. When you come on to talk, by the way, anybody who comes on to talk, don't need to stick with that particular section, but we've got um, uh, Cloud Atlas... An adaption of David Mitchell's genre Bending novel features six different storylines taking place in the past, present, future, and far future. A bit like Coldom. The past, yeah. present, and future of Coldom. Whoa. Starring Halle Berry, Tom Hanks, and tons of others. Coming out in October. Prognosis. Tom Hanks is me, by the way. Ah, <laughs> right. It, uh Perhaps Willis Girl is playing Harry Be- Holly Berry then. Okay. There you go. Or whatever part she's playing. Um, it sounds as though they have at least tried hard to do justice to the incredibly challenging, challengingly difficult source material to read out. Uh, <laughs> Life of Pi. What's it about? Ang Lee adapts Anne Martel's magical realist novel about a boy in a lifeboat with a handful of animals. And they visit a strange island. Coming out in November, Prognosis Ann almost never lets us down. World War Z, Max Brooks' novel about the zombie apocalypse, becomes a big splashy action movie starring Brad Pitt, uh, directed by Quantum of Solon's Mark Forster. Is it? Status postponed until next year because of what are reportedly huge problems with the third act. Uh, Damien Lindoff has been brought in for massive rewrites so prognosis the best we can hope for is probably a fun generic zombie movie since it apparently has little to do with the book uh, so I'll leave it with those top three let's do them in threes but the people who come on certainly don't need to talk about those so Perry um, anything from the list anywhere please
4: oh, okay yeah because those first three I know nothing about I guess the, the first one I know stuff about is Ender's Game and uh, that's what I'm really looking forward to. I guess the web page says coming coming out uh, in November 2013 uh, here. I know they've had problems with the script um, on this one over the years because it's been many years, like I don't know, at least five years, that I've been hearing about an Ender, Ender's Game movie. And I think what finally happened was Orson Scott Card, the author, eventually had to step in and write the script himself um, after some, some some screen writers. And, um, of course, probably uh, most people in the room probably know Ender's Game and are familiar with the story. But uh, apparently they are making, they made, I, they went through great pains to, uh, I'm trying not to imitate what the, thing says, but they made, they went, Ugh. yeah,
2: yeah, they I made like great, e-
4: yeah, <laughs> okay, scratch that, start over, you guys edit, right, okay, um. <laughs> yes, yes,
2: we do, Perry, yes, we'll make
4: you <laughs> sound perfect, yeah, I think you're knocking
5: your microphone, because we're getting some noise,
4: Oh right, maybe, um, that's right, I'll do something about that, but, uh, they're "Oh yeah, um, it, they're going through great lengths to to make sure that the zero g stuff looks zero g and, and things like that." So hopefully, we're in for a treat for Ender's Game. All right, is that all you want to so say? Any others you want to bring up, or do you want us to come back around to you? Um, I'm just scanning down the list to remind myself what's there. There's a there's a lot of neat stuff. I, unfortunately, I don't. I think I've...
5: I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll Mary. read, what I'll do, what I'll do, Perry, is I'll read the next three out uh, mm-hmm. and if you have nothing more to say, we'll move to Ken. If you have something yep. to say, come back in. So I'll just read the, the next three in the list. So this is okay. Dinosaurs and Aliens. What's it about? A Grant Morrison graphic no- novel in the works about dinosaurs fighting aliens being adapted with uh, into a movie by Men in Black's Barry Sollenfield. Status? There was a sneak pre as part of the free comic book day last month uh, Field told us that they were about to try and sell the project in Hollywood prognosis uh, Grant Morrison creating a whole alien culture sounds like the reason enough to be interested uh, five uh, the host what's it all about and Andrew Nicoll is that Gattaca adapts st- uh, Stephanie Meyer's non-Twilight project about alien parasites who rule the earth after a successful invasion status already done, coming out in March 2013.
2: Prognosis. Aliens glitter.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we actually like this, uh, kind. Uh, sorry, we actually kind of liked the book, despite some major problems, and this dystopian fake happy world is right up Nicole's abbey. And one more I'll read out, and then we'll go to either Perry or Ken. Uh, R-I-P-D, it's another adaptation of comic book you probably haven't heard of. Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges are dead cops fighting zombies. Status coming out in June 2013. Prognosis sounds uh, pretty fun, if gimmicky. Sort of like Men in Black and Ghostbusters mashed together. A bit like Shaun of the Dead, I should think, in some ways, maybe as well. Okay, Perry, have you thought of anything more to include? Are we okay to go to Ken?
4: Uh, I guess the only other one that kind of caught my attention was uh, Wreck-It Ralph, which is down in the in the animated films section because it looks to be a pretty fun um, romp through 80s video, 80s and 90s video games, and so I was kind of looking forward to that. It's about a it's about a video game villain who decides he doesn't wanna he doesn't wanna do it anymore, and he he leaves his video game and he starts you know basically going from video game to video game. And uh, I, there's a trailer in there, and I remember watching the trailer. It was pretty funny. He, he ultimately ends up in a modern-day video game, you know, like like I don't know which one, uh, like Halo or something like that. And he's he he's Trump? in the he's in the he's in the Halo suit or something like that, saying, "When did when did video games get so violent?" <laughs> he starts off in a Donkey Kong-like video game. He's the evil guy. Uh, so that one looks pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, I'll just leave it at that for now.
5: Okay, and, and I should just say for the audio part of the recording, very long uh, link to read out this, but if you go to io, uh, io9.com, the page number is five nine two one zero eight nine. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll go to Ken, and then I'll read out the, the following three uh, on the list. So, Ken.
0: Yes. Ken, anywhere what, what, from anything... Yes. What looks interesting, Life of Pi, uh, knowing what Ang Lee has done before, with the exception of the Hulk film, which I thought was a terrible failure. But Ang Lee is usually an amazing visualist, um, uses emotion, color, uh, which strikes at the screen. Um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon being one of the, the first films to bring to his attention. Looking at this, it, it's reminiscent, if it's done right, of something uh, akin to Corda's Thief of Baghdad, the 1940s Cebu uh, and Rex Ingram uh, classic film. So this could be an amazing fantasy film, or it just could be uh, lost uh, amongst so many others. It matters how uh, they bring it off. It's a rather famous book, so it's it's kind of a toss-up if, if the audience is going to... Uh, really warm to it but uh, it's a good sign that ang lee is uh um coming to the fore in this type of film something else that looks interesting dinosaurs and aliens um Sonfield at his best with uh, the first men in black at his worst wild wild west so again it matters the tone and how this is going to come across it could just be just a mind blower. Uh something like Ray Harryhausen with technology and aliens just thrown at us and Grant Morrison's uh if he's having input into it, it could be spectacular. Again it's kind of a wait see whether it's just going to be a special effects fest or it's gonna have uh kind of a sense of wonder. There are there's some things that you know last the test of time, so it, it matters how that's going to be. Something else, there's a lot of zombies here. Zombies are going to get tiring really fast, and not everything's Shaun of the Dead. Um, robo Apocalypse. Uh, Spielberg really uh, can do wonderful science fiction. Minority Reports, Uh, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan, but I thought that was an excellent, excellent film. And him uh, doing a story about a uh, robot uprising could be really nifty. Um, Again, it's a wait-see, but Done Right could be one of the best films of the year. Last one that has my interest is Noah, Um, Aronofsky makes very dark, interesting films. It's based on a graphic novel that uh, he did himself, and adapting uh, the story of Noah uh, to be really fascinating in a uh, modern and uh, fantasy context. Um, So those are the ones that uh, look good to me. And, um, of course, there's the, the regular sequels and tie-ins. I just saw the San Diego poster for The Hobbit put online, which which is beautiful. Uh, if you can check that out, that's uh, frameable as it is. It's a beautiful, beautiful poster um, of Ian McAllen as Gandalf, and that. But uh, that's about it. Those uh, look good to me.
5: Okay. Um, well, we may, Well, I'm sure we're we'll going around the room again. Let me read the next three on the list. And um, the Seventh Son, an adaptation of Joseph uh, Delaney's uh, The Spooks Apprentice, also featuring Jeff Bridges in a mentor role, the titular, titular spook, coming in October 2013. Seems to be a long lead in time with these, but I suppose they're all CGI heavy in in a way. Sounds sort of uh, like Nick Cage's Sorcerer's Apprentice, but having just Jeff Bridges as Master Gregory is a huge, huge boost. Enders Game, the one that Perry G said he's looking forward to. Movie adaption of Orson Coxcar's famous novel about a boy genius who goes to a very special school during a war against alien buggers. And I can say that with a straight face, even if Ian can't. Uh, coming out in November twenty thirteen. Prognosis. Uh, the makers of the film seem to be going to crazy length to be true to the novel, while also making something that looks cool, so fingers crossed. And the, thir- the last one in this little drooping, uh, Jack the Giant Killer. Uh, Brian Singer's long-delayed film about a boy, Nicholas Holt, is that, who unwittingly opens a portal and unleashes a race of giants who want to reclaim the earth. Loosely an adaptation of the fairy tale, was supposed to come out this summer, but was delayed until spring 2013. Prognosis, a movie being delayed, especially from the summer to spring, is never a terribly good sign. And um, we'll go to uh, Kindar, and maybe afterwards uh, Ian might be prepared to read the next three in the list. Okay. So, K- Kindar.
6: All right. <coughs> uh... Of the list, the, the one movie that I really want to see is going to be The Life of Pi, simply because there's a tiger in it. I'm sorry, but anything with a tiger in it has to be winning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Good, as <laughs> Good as reason, of any? Sorry? Good as reason, any? Oh, yeah, yeah. Best reason ever. Um, of the rest, Dinosaur and Aliens Alien seems interesting simply because Fant Morrison is involved in it on, on some level. uh you know, I like science fiction and general, so pretty much I'll see it at some point. I may not pay theater price for it, but I'll definitely grab it. Um, Pencil and Gretel seems interesting. Um, I, I saw the uh, Grimm Brothers a few years ago. I liked it. I'm hoping it's going to be in a similar uh, feel. Odd uh, Thomas from Dean Koontz is uh, some another one I'm, a hope, I'm looking forward to. Um, there's so many in that list; it's kind of tough to just to quickly go through. And of course, I didn't go through it beforehand. So, I mean, uh, what's
5: what's amazed me is the fact that there is such a uh, 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 a list uh, uh, you know this longer list because you, you sometimes despair that there always seems to be uh, uh, the thing that always bothers me in all these different reboots so I think it's nice to see that they're actually uh, you know putting the money on new projects but
6: yeah no yeah I completely agree um, in the animated section Rise of the Guardian uh, has me very curious I mean I saw the trailer for it and Santa Claus as a Russian tattooed fighter really piques my interest. Um, (laughs) Epic is also one that I'm very curious, although Colin Farrell is involved in it. I'm not a big Farrell fan, um, but it's animated, so that might actually be a a saving saving grace for that one. Uh, I'm sorry to say that I'm going to bypass the horror completely because I'm not a fan of horror. Mm-hmm. uh Looper is one that um is curious about time travel so, um, so um, of those I have time to look at that's pretty much it uh i I'm, lo- I'm looking forward mainly to the animated stuff mainly because i i don't know, i guess I'm a kid at heart i always animation always uh, grabs me you know tight
5: up my, my heartstrings. Okay. All right. well, we'll certainly come around to you. Um, after Ian, hopefully you can read out the next three, we'll go to Kobo. So, um, um, Ian, do you want to just go through the next three from Hansel and Gretel?
2: Alrighty. righty. Uh, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. Hmm. <laughs> What's it about, uh, Jeremy Renner and uh, Gemma Atterton? Patterson, yeah, as as the stars yeah. of the cl- are uh, the stars of the classic fairy tale now grown up and killing witches. Instead of like Jack* and *The Giant Killer*, uh, it was delayed until next year, uh, in this case January. Prognosis: It's Jeremy Renner in black leather. Sorry, you were asking something about the potential quality or lack thereof of the film. <laughs> Somebody's a bit, um, yeah, <laughs> enamored. Can we say? Uh, here we go, more zombies again. Warm Bodies, what's it about? An adaptation of Isaac Marion's novel about a zombie, Holt again, who falls in love with the girlfriend of one of his victims, uh, covering in February of 2013, directed by 50-50 director John Levine. So at least it should be pretty styling. <coughs> again, zombies? <sighs> All right, this one, I'm, I'm, I, I'm guessing it's a spoiler title, but hey, John Dies at the End is the name of the movie. What's it about? The gonzo novel written by Cracked.com's David Wong about a weird dug guy called Soy Sauce that gets a movie adaptation starring Paul Giamatti. Thanks to everyone who reminded me of this one uh, in the comments. It's done the festival circuits. Uh, no release date yet. Uh, the buzz from Sundance. Uh, and other festivals was uh, really strong. Uh, there's also uh, uh, clips from that. Uh, if you go to the site, you'll see a little play button on all the ones that uh, have a have a uh, video attached. So you can check that out. That was okay, three, right? then yeah, I can count.
5: <laughs> that's three. Yeah. So Kobo, perhaps we give you a moment to unmute yourself, and uh, we'll go to you.
7: What I'm really, 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 I can't stress enough, really excited about is Ready Player One. It's one of my top five favorite novels all time ever. And just the thought of it coming to the big screen gives me freaking chills. Um... (laughs) I cannot wait to see the Oasis in real life. I mean, we're talking Firefly-class starships next to TIE Fighters, so yeah. Um, and I'm also really, really excited about the Ender's Game. A project that I heard of that I did not see on the list is Ron Howard was supposedly doing a film adaptation of the Dark Tower series. Does anybody know anything about that? No, but I'll do
2: a quick search while uh, while you're talking.
8: Um, Okay. I
1: I did hear something about that coming. Uh, It'd be interesting to see how they do the first book, because it's... (laughs) It's just a lot of uh, traveling through the desert in the the first book, if I remember correctly.
7: It will be interesting. But I think they'll focus on the last couple of chapters more than anything else in the first book.
1: Probably, Because that's where all
7: the action takes place. Yep. Um... But I'm really, really excited about Ender's Game as well. Harrison Ford as Graft. Interesting choice. Not who I would have gone with, personally, but... If Orson Scott Card is writing the script, obviously he had some say in the actors as well. So, in Card We Trust, I guess... Um. But yeah, Ready Player One should be like the most exciting film ever.
1: Dave, I can I can... jump in just for a minute?
8: Yes, yeah, you know, got some thought.
5: Yeah.
1: Um, I bought that book, uh, Ready Player One, for my library, and I. It looked interesting. I haven't read it yet. Um, what's interesting to me, though, is that the book isn't circulating very much. I think it's only gone out once. And You, you said it was in your top five. Why did you like it so much, Kobo?
7: Um, all the classic video game references and the references to other fantasy worlds. I mean... You get an entire virtual world with the entire universe of Star Trek right next to the entire universe of Star Wars. So virtual players can go from worlds we know love, love. Like you can be in Middle Earth one minute and then traveling the universe the next minute. I mean there's full recreations of Firefly Anything's possible within the Oasis. And I just want to see what what they do with this. And, and there's sounds... several...
1: Go, go ahead, Kobo.
7: And there's several classic video game moments recreated. Like, if anybody's ever played the Zork series, um, one of the major... Points is basically completing the original Zork, which I thought was a nice touch for an 80s theme book. And plus, Will Will Whedon reads the audiobook.
1: Ooh. That sounds really interesting, and you've piqued my interest, Kobo, and I'm going to have to read this book or maybe get the audio since you stated that Will Wheaton uh, reads the audio version. Uh, I have to check our library system and see if there's an audio copy available.
7: And he does a masterful job.
1: Awesome. Thank you for the recommendation.
7: It's very cheap on audible.com. If you okay. have a membership, that round it's like fifteen dollars, so not, not a bad pickup at all.
1: Excellent.
2: Just to add to uh, your inquiry before October, uh, the Dark Terror series. Um, this uh, is I found a little bit of a news report. This says after uh, months of being swallowed by oblivion. Uh, at last. We have a studio revealing interest in adapting the Dark Tower series. Stephen King's science fiction, fantasy, post-apocalyptic, horror, western, epic saga. Uh, Mike Fleming reports from Deadline.com that none other than Warner Brothers are, for a fact, in negotiations and are very close to making a deal with Ron Howard and partners to bankroll their interpretation of King's magnum opus. So um, it's and, and this and this was posted uh, just the the seventh of this month. So things are still moving. So that's good news, at least.
8: Very very yeah, and, cool.
5: Uh, Mike, as Mike put in text as well, Real Player One was a fun read.
2: Real Player One. Yeah, it's basically eighties nostalgia. The book, well, mostly eighties. <laughs> right. Any others okay. uh, there, Kobo, or should we move forward in the list?
7: Um, you guys can move forward. That was...
2: Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll always come back around to you anyway, so... Yep.
7: That was mainly an extended plug for Ready Player One, and I'm sorry about that, but I'm a huge Ready Player One fanboy, so yeah.
5: We want people more. that are enthusiastic and, uh, you know, push for a thing. That's, that's what makes it, and you already heard Jeff say that uh, he's glad that he had something to recommend it to him in terms of uh, somebody else's excitement and enjoyment. Ian, do you want to read the next three, start. Sure.
2: Um, as was mentioned before, robo Uh What's it about? Steven Spielberg adapts Daniel H. Wilson's novel about a robot uprising complete with lavish battle scenes. Status, coming in 2014, but filming hasn't happened yet. So anything could happen. Prognosis. If it actually happens, the robot carnage should at least look amazingly sweet. Uh, next we have Noah. What's it about? Darren Aronofsky's um adapts the uh biblical story of Noah's Ark with Russell Crowe and uh and a cast that might include Emma Watson and Jennifer Connolly. Uh, Aronofsky Ooh, got also right uh, co wrote a Noah graphic novel, which is pictured in on the left of this article. Uh Status currently in the casting stage with lots of announcements coming fast and furious. Actually there has been an awful lot of movement on this since this list came out. Um I've been seeing um uh, a lot of a lot of uh bites coming on uh, the the new sites that I, I follow. Um coming attractions is one of them, yeah. And so, yeah, there's been a lot of movement on this. Uh, Prognosis. Aronofsky reportedly wants the film to portray Noah as the first environmentalist. At, at, at the very least, the scenes of global flooding should be fantastic. <laughs> at least there's something for like...
5: <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. They did that in Heaven Almighty. And that, look at what people thought of that
8: film. Mm.
2: Uh, and the last one here, um, before we uh, move on to the next person, is Odd Thomas. What's it about... Anton Yelchin starts at, uh, stars in the adaptation of Dean Kuntz's book series about a guy who can talk to the dead and who has an instinct for trouble status totally done although there's been no release date yet prognosis we talked to Koontz recently and there's a link to the article there and he said it was the first time he'd been happy with a movie version of one of his books so if that isn't uh you know uh you know, endorsement enough. You know, it's 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 not often where a uh, an author goes, yep, that's good, I like it, it's good, it's my book, and that's how I envisioned it. And yeah, that word.
8: <laughs>
2: yeah, so um, I gotta say, i the whole Noah thing. Uh, we've just did we did a big flood in in in, uh, in what was it? One uh, of those. Apocalypse type movies were... oh it was the uh, twenty twelve yeah twenty twelve we did a big world flood thing there but hey you know
4: the day after tomorrow I that
1: one.
2: Yeah. yeah yeah that
1: was another one yeah yeah it's like yeah,
2: we've yeah but did they have flood. Jennifer Connelly oh huh you see they they're only interested if the big flood if they actually fish her out of the big flood and she's yeah anyway Emma Watson <laughs>
5: Emma
8: Watson yeah.
2: Yes, there we go. Yeah, there, there's Dave's reasons for watching. See, Sorry,
0: next think what our peak? list is. <laughs> they're wearing wet t-shirts in the, uh, in the movie. So. There you go. It's a remake of Steve. <laughs>
8: <you see>. okay. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh,
2: we know what Peaks Dave's interest We're just Peaks Dave.
8: <laughs> right,
5: we'll go to Rick Wall next. Uh, Rick Wall, would, I didn't really give you a lot of warning, but I think we better... Uh, direct the conversations elsewhere. Are you okay to go, and is there anything you want to pick out on that list?
3: Um, not really. I'd like to go back to Aliens and um, Dungeons Oh, yeah, place. please do.
5: Yeah, I means uh, not mean the three we've just read about.
2: Anything,
3: yeah, anything, it, on the yeah,
2: anything from the list, uh, guys. We're just kind of reading out of the list, and if there's anything, no matter what point it's at in the list, feel free to bring it up. Oh,
3: okay. Uh, I had fun with aliens and cowboys, and if I'm not mistaken, this is sort of kind of a sequel prequel type thing in the at least in the comic. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. And anything Morrison does, if he's involved, I'll go see or read, pick up and read and whatnot. So um, um, that's probably the biggest one for me right at the moment. Everything else, eh, I don't know.
2: Get away the anything from the horror movie section? Yeah. Mm,
3: not really. Um I'm not a big zombie fan. Although, uh there is a little thing called Harrow House out there. Um with two episodes Go on, plug it. Go on. If I can plug my own project. Yes. Um, and, uh, hold on, I'll get the, uh, uh
5: you should have it ready. It should I'll be pinned you. to your forehead.
3: <laughs> uh, now you have two episodes on there. Um, One is called Echoes from the Past, where uh, it shows how the house deals with intruders that aren't welcome, and how it takes care of itself,
8: nourishment-wise. A house that dripped blood. (laughs)
5: An old horror film, I seem to remember. Anyway, uh, have you got a URL you can drop in the room? We can read out later.
3: I'm trying to get it. Hold on. Uh give me, can't drop pay it in ad- a few seconds. You, can't, you can't pay
5: for advertising like this. You know, you need to be ready to jump <laughs> in there. Well, let me read the next three out, and we'll come back to Rick Wall, give him time to um, uh, find that out. So I'll read the next three. Uh, We'll go to Rick Wall and then uh, just to let Jeff know we'll be going to Jeff following on from that maybe even after uh, reading another three. And again, as Ian said, we're just reading them each out so that they've all at least been had a a mention on the show. So the next one is New Romancer. Uh, Director... Valencio Natale, is it? Was officially attached to adapt William Gibson's groundbreaking novel about the sprawl artificial intelligence, hackers and intrigue. Um, Satus, there hasn't been much news lately. He's busy directing a horror film, uh, Haunter, at the moment. But sometimes it just takes a while to get a script everybody is happy with. Prognosis, if it actually gets made, it would probably be a fantastic ride fingers crossed, and I have read New Romancer, I've got it on my shelf, let me just, oh, I always do that, every time I stand up, I stand on the cable, let me, look what it says on the back of my New Romancer novel, give you an idea of the story, Um, case was burnt out, useless, suicidal, his nervous system grievously maimed by a wartime Russian uh, myotoxin, top Japanese expert in nerve splicing and microbiotics had, uh, had taken his money and left him crippled. His days as a software cowboy seemed over. Then Case met a man who could cure him. In return, Case had to do a job. He had to because bonded to his salary walls were tiny sacks of microtoxin. The tiny sacks slowly melting. And I think with um, if. Uh, Darth was still on here. There's a film that he really liked uh, um, with uh, uh, Statham on, Jason Statham on called Crank Uh, and that was a similar type of story where uh, he had something put in his body and he had to do something for a crime mafia uh, and he had to keep his adrenaline up or something to stop um, himself being killed. So that's that. Let me read two more and then we'll see if... uh, uh, Rick Wallace has sorted himself out Snow Crash Yeah. Uh, Joe Cornish, Attack of the Block will adapt Neil Stevenson's novel set in the corporate-dominated near future in which a protagonists investi- sorry, investigates a potential new drug that infects users with a computer virus uh, Cornish signings was just announced so it's way too early to tell yet Uh, We're excited to see Corniche do something more ambitious. And the one that's been mentioned most up to now in the show is uh, Ready Player One. Uh, Warner Brothers won an auction to adapt Ernie Klein's novel about a video game nerd who goes on a quest through a 1980s-themed virtual world in the future. There's lots of speculation about the director and casting, but no real news yet. The film might come out in 2014. Klein has talked a lot about wanting the movie version to embrace some of the wild visuals of the virtual world, sort of like Inception. So, Rick, Wall, we're back to you, and then we'll go to Jeff
3: further down. I dropped in the the link uh, to my site. Uh, um, As I said, there were two episodes, uh, echoes from the past, uh, from the future, I mean. And um, Becoming of Christina, which deals with a ghost of a um, artist model who inhabits the house and comes back every year. uh, And uh, I'm not going to um, um, give much more away than that. But um, that's by um, starring a uh young lady from, who starred in Gossip Girl. Um, well, didn't star, but acted in it and uh, did a fantastic job with Christina.
5: Okay, and the URL is harrowhousetales, that's all one word, dot com forward slash, and that will take you to the index. Okay. Thanks for that, um, Rick Wall. Um, now, there's actually just two more we go before we go to the short films turned full length in. So perhaps I'll just read these two out and then we'll go to Jeff. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh We Mortals Are uh, the movie version of a declaimed Japanese novel. Where's Mike when you need him? All you need is all you need is kill about a soldier fighting aliens who keeps getting brought back from the dead over and over, starring Tom Cruise. Huh. It's cast and everything, but the film doesn't seem to have started yet. Uh, Director uh, Doug Lehman has a decent track record with the Bourne movies. Um, More alien fighting is never a bad thing. Now, whether um, Tom Cruise's uh, publicised private problems of uh, put this on the back burner or not, I don't know, but there you are. And the last of the full-length ones is uh, Mortal Instruments. Lily Collins of Mirror Mirror stars in the movie adaption of Cassandra Clare's novel about Clary Fay, a teenager who discovers she's the descendant of a demon-hunting clan. Jamie Campbell Bowers Bower plays Jace Wayland, a half-man, half-angel. Filming hasn't started yet, but it's already scheduled to come out in August 2013. It was originally going to be helmed by Scott Stewart, director of Legion and Priest, but then stewart dropped out and was replaced by uh, harald what swartz is that agent cody banks and the karate kid so it's probably gone from brooding action to something a bit more zippy it also sounds like they're rushing to meet a release date that was set ages ago okay uh, and if jeff is back in the room and ready to go uh, from any part of the list jeff
1: Well, I'm really, really interested in Ready Player One now, and I thank Kobo for uh, expounding on his uh, description earlier. Uh, That's really got me intrigued. Uh, I want to read the book, and uh, I'll get another checkout for the book in my library, maybe. Um, I'm kind of curious, though, if there's going to be some copyright issues with that movie, since it's drawing from so many different um, areas and Lucas Lucasfilms, and Paramount Pictures, and the Zerk Games, and just all different kinds of things. I wonder if they're going to have some trouble incorporating these things, getting the permission to use these things in the movie. But that that sounds like a good film. Uh, Neuromancer also sounds like a fantastic movie if, the, if they can make it. The, the book is just really terrific. And if you've not read it, I, I do suggest it. You go and read this book. Uh, it's, it was groundbreaking when it came out, and it's still a, a very good read. Um, although you may want to wait until after the movie if the movie is made, because the book is always better than the movie. Odd Thomas. Uh, I've always liked the Coons, the, the Dean Kuntz books, and. Um, it says a lot when he's endorsing this book, or this movie, excuse me, uh, the first one that he's really happy with. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this movie. It should be good. And uh, uh, when did it say it was coming out? Uh, it's totally done. No release date yet. So I'm um, going to be looking forward to seeing when that's going to come out. I might go to the theater, which I don't do very often uh, to see that movie. I'm kind of intrigued, in a way, by dinosaurs and aliens. Uh, I want to see what they they do with this idea. I I just don't know about animals fighting aliens. It's kind of what the premise of the uh, description uh, reads. Uh, Just kind of interested in seeing how they go about this. Uh, Maybe, uh, no, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to maybe give something away uh, through speculation, but uh, it, it just sounds intriguing. I When I heard the title, I, I first thought of Cowboys versus Aliens, and I, I thought, that's not going to be a good movie, but I actually like that movie. I, I saw it on DVD uh, about a month ago, and I liked it. So maybe uh, my initial reaction to this uh, was that I don't know how they're going to make this work, but maybe they can. So (laughs) that'll be interesting to see. Um, Further down on the list, things we haven't talked about really yet. Uh, Looper was mentioned, and uh, time travel always uh, intrigues me, gets my interest. So um, I'd like to see that one, perhaps when it comes out on DVD. Uh, another one, and I don't know if anybody, and maybe, Dave, if you have more information on this one, uh, is Storage24. It stars Noel Clark, um, Mickey Smith, of course, from Doctor Who, and uh, I'm kind of interested in, in in seeing that one. It's supposed to be out in the UK already, but no release date here in the States. Um, Do you have any more information on that one,
8: Dave?
5: No. Uh, I mean, Ian might be quicker than me at finding some very quickly, but um, uh, I've not... I mean, the the only news I have of Noel Clark is the the spoiler news that most people will know that um, he's going to appear in the next Star Trek film. So uh, maybe that's put it on... But you see, it's already out, so it's not something he's working on.
2: It was released uh, in the UK on the 29th of June. Um, so but there, there doesn't seem to be any sign of it showing up necessarily over here. Um, but you never know with London, I'm sure it'll London
5: is, yeah, right. London is in chaos. A military cargo plane has crashed, leaving its highly classified context, contents strewn across the city.
1: I wish it'd be interesting, uh just to see Noel Clark Clark again and playing something. Uh he's always been a great actor. Uh, from what I've seen him in. So uh looking forward to that one.
2: It's also written, oh, written by uh by, by uh in part by Noel Clark as well. He's one of the creators of it.
1: Oh fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the ones that uh that piqued my interest from the list and I don't know of anything else that's coming uh that's not on the list. So maybe we can go to someone else. Yeah. Right, okay
5: well um but there's just a thing, in and myself, and obviously you can go back around the room. Now, what do you think we should be doing about the, um, whether we should read everything following on from that? We've still got quite a long way to go, so right. well, I don't know whether we can...
2: What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the next the next uh, set as as we said before. this is going to divide it up into I mean we just got done with the list which is a very long list actually and kind it's, of yeah. nice uh, that it, it, all of the movies that we mentioned before in the list uh, are book and graphic novel adaptations. So uh, it's good that they're that uh, Hollywood uh, and the like are actually turning towards you know uh, literature to to, yeah. to to bring out new content and that way inspiring people to go and read the books. Uh, the next set is um, basically short films turned full-length. Um, and here we go. Uh, Frank and Weenie, that may uh, sound familiar to, uh, to some of you out there, what's it about? Tim Burton makes a full-length version of his early short, which I'm sure a lot of us have seen, about a boy who brings his dog back to life with hilariously spooky consequences. You can watch the trailer there, there's a link. Um, it's coming in October of this year. Uh, and it's a label of love for Burton, uh, returning to his roots. Uh, so, you know, it should be great. The next one on the list is uh, The Gift. What's it about? Uh, Carol Rynch's film about a robotic servant who flees the police uh, caused a huge firestorm when it came online a few years ago. Uh, the film launched a small bidding war in 2010, with studios vying to turn it into a full-length movie. Or according to some accounts, it was over a small. Uh, it was over a full-length movie called Small, for which the gift is a prequel. Uh, but there hasn't been any news uh, for a long time. The short is amazing, and the, uh, like I said, there's the play button there on the picture, and uh, so you can take a look for yourself. Now this seems to be a, a common thread that's popping up. And f- later on down the list, of course, we'll be talking about um, about Wreck-It uh, Ralph, and of course. Um, Ready Player One, we've already talked about, but this one's called Pixels. Uh, It's another short that caused a stir online. Uh, This film uh, is about a 1980s video game characters, 8-bit graphics and all, invading New York. Uh, Status. uh, Adam Sandler's production company, Happy Madison, picked up the film to develop into a full-length movie, and it's coming May of 2013. Prognosis. Donkey Kong, trashing New York. Again, there's the Sandler factor, but it looks cute in any case. I I, I think it sounds interesting mainly because I'm an 80s kid and uh, all of those ones basically really kind of piqued my interest, but more about that later. Uh, The next one on the list, Tomo. Uh, What's it about? The Sundance winning short film about a man trapped on an ice planet with an emergency helper robot called Tomo, or Friend. It was reported back in 2008 that this film was being turned into a full-length movie, uh, but there hasn't been much news since then. Uh, so we're not sure if it's still happening, but we hope so. Uh, The original short film still looks hella cool. (laughs) The gate. Uh, The redundant genes in your body get activated, and mutant freaks roam the streets, thanks to uh, pharmaceutical companies in this weird and alarming short movie. As we reported earlier, uh, recently, uh, Wayfair Entertainment picked up the film for a full theatrical version with the same director on board, which sounds uh, a a good route to go. Prognosis, just watch the original short for yourself. It's pretty nuts. And again, there's a play button on the picture. And last in this list of short films gone big screen, uh, End of the World, what's it about? Seth Rogen. Evan Goldberg, adapt their short Jay and Seth versus the Apocalypse, Uh, a bunch of celebrities playing themselves are at James Franco's house when the apocalypse happens. Status, coming June 2013. Prognosis. Decide for yourself whether James Franco, Seth Rogen, and Rihanna playing themselves in an apocalyptic comedy sounds like a good thing. There we go. (laughs) That's the end of that I'm looking,
5: at, I'm looking at the picture there. It looks like uh, Russell T. Davies is one of those people. <laughs> <It's> the, man, <laughs> the guy with the hands to his. No.
8: Oh, that's uh, Is
5: that right? I should just say, by the way, that uh, <laughs> on my UK uh, viewing of this page, uh, those video clips are look as though they won't play in my region. So, so I'm just getting a black screen wherever you're seeing a video. So, uh, just to mention that, because. Um, Uh, uh, Tim or anybody else based in the UK like myself may have it 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 may be uh, that uh, Flash has crashed on that page but um, uh, it's not showing it at the moment so uh, we've got Animated Films next but I think we ought to sort of go back round the room unless Ian, you want to have your little say now
2: why don't you you have your say Dave and then then we'll take Animated Films and I'll have my say and then we'll go back round the room, how's that?
5: Okay, right Um, well, I think it's basically going to be for me the ones that I've I've heard the books of, and I think that is a, a great statement that, that we have That The Enders game won, definitely the awesome Scott card uh, as a thing. Actually, uh, weirdly, uh, I think Jack the Giant Killer might be all right as well, but um, I don't know why. Hansel and Gretel, there seems to have been ever since, um, of course, here in the UK, they're showing the Once Upon a Time series at the moment, which... I keep dipping in, in and out of, and basically I only started watching because uh, the guy out of Stargate Universe was in it, playing uh, Rumple Skilskin. So I'm not really, I'm, I'm not really sure about this whole rash of genre films based on fairy tales and what have you. But again, the Hansel and Gretel witch Hunters sounds good. I mean, some of these titles do sound to me, a little bit more off-putting than actually a come-on. Uh, I was talking to my son earlier today, and he just went to see um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And I, I'm thinking, well, it such, seems such a corny title. But he was actually mightily impressed with the film. He wasn't expecting a lot. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. So there you go. Uh, again, I'm with, uh, with one or two other people in the room. I think... Uh, think it was uh, Kindar not really into horrors and things like that so uh, all the zombie ones I'm quite prepared to skip. No, that sounds intriguing. Uh, Not too sure whether they say it adapts a biblical story of the Noah's Ark uh, whether that will be um, what's the word when you're not religious um, not 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 religious, when you when you're taking a story as a historical story rather than a religious secular Secular. Thank you very much, Ken. I'm wondering whether they're doing it as a secular story. In other words, putting the religion to one side and treating Nora as a historic character, as it were, and doing it that way, I don't know. Neuromancer, that's another one that really uh, uh, does intrigue me. William Gibson's writing. I do like his work and his books. And... um, I think that's probably about the ones... There's about four there that I'm pretty well looking forward to. There seems to be a lot of reaction for this life of Pi. Don't really know much about it, um, but maybe that's one I should check out a little bit nearer the time because um, it seems to have a lot of goodwill working for it. So I think that's about me, Ian, on things so far. I haven't really looked further down the list just yet.
2: Already. Well, I'll continue on with the list here, and uh, now we're dipping into animated films. And first up on the list is Paranorman. What's it about? A comedy about a boy who can speak to the dead, taking on zombies and ghosts and other supernatural menaces. Uh, Status coming August 2012. Again, more zombies and ghosts. Anyway, prognosis is from the same studio as Coraline, and co-written and directed by Coraline's script supervisor. So,
8: yeah, could be good.
2: Animation looks lovely. I mean, on all the ones on here, the animation looks really good. I mean, that kind of goes without saying these days, I think. Okay, next on the list, Hotel Transylvania. What's it about? Adam Sandler stars in this animated film about a resort where Dracula and other movie monsters can hang out until a random human backpacker shows up. Uh, status coming in September. Yeah, prognosis. Uh, directed by uh, Gendi uh, Tartakovsky. Uh who did Samurai Jack, uh, which may be enough to make up for the Sandler factor. Why why all this hate for Adam Sandler? I like Adam Sandler. Anyway, maybe, probably not, but maybe. (laughs) And as uh, was mentioned before, Wreck-It Ralph, uh, the villain of a 1980s arcade game, gets sick of always being the bad guy, so goes on the run visiting other games and trying to prove he can be a hero. As Perry said earlier, the trailer link is right in there. A status coming in November. Uh, Prognosis. We weren't all that jazz about the gimmicky concept until we saw the fun trailer. John C. Riley is in full effect, and the cast is generally pretty great. Uh, Jane Lynch and Sarah Silverman, etc. Next up, uh, Rise of the Guardians. Another random supernatural uh Another random supernatural people hang out together movie. This time it's about Santa Claus teaming up with the Easter Bunny, the Sandman, and the Tooth Fairy to stop the Boogeyman. Oh, and Jack Frost, Chris Pine also joins the heroes. Based on a children's book, The Guardians of Childhood by William Joyce. So this could have been under book adaptations, and Joyce is co-directing. Uh, that is coming in November. It's another holiday-themed animated film for kids. It looks perfectly serviceable, but nothing too exciting. Check out the trailer above. And there's uh, that play link on the picture. Escape from Planet Earth. Brendan Fraser is Scorch Supernova, a heroic astronaut from the planet BAB, who explores with the help of his nerdy brother, Gary, played by Rob Corddry. Uh, When Scorch is trapped in Area 51 by his nemesis Shankar, by James Galdolfini. It's up to Gary to save the day. It's coming in February of 2013, and uh, the prognosis, it sounds cute enough, but probably pretty forgettable. Check out the trailer above. And uh, Epic, which has been mentioned, of course, before. What's it about? A magical film about a battle between good and evil, starring Beyonce Knowles and Colin Farrell. Uh, There's also a link to the first trailer, which uh, is uh, there's a link in there for it. And it comes out May of 2013. Uh, Prognosis. Fairies ride on hummingbirds and hang out with cute mice. And Beyonce is a fairy queen. We're in! (laughs) Next, uh, an untitled uh, Henry Selick film. What's it about? Well, we're guessing uh, this will get a new title at some point. The director of Coraline and Nightmare Before Christmas is hard at work on a new film about which nothing is known. (laughs) status (laughs) <laughs> status <laughs> already has a release date uh, set for October 4th of 2013 without knowing anything but untitled Henry Selick film we we're already pretty stoked
8: <laughs> <laughs>
2: next on the list it's a Disney movie Frozen probably uh, called The Snow Queen it's an adaptation of the Hans Christian Anderson Fable so this is another one that could have gone under the book adaptations uh, Kristen Bell and uh is Menzel, uh, head up the voice cast. Uh, status coming November 2013. Prognosis, the early artwork at the left, which there is a picture for, uh, looks neat. Way too soon to tell, though, really. And last on this list, The Good Dinosaur. What's it about? It depicts our film, about relatively, which little is known, uh, but it'll, uh, it will show you uh, what it's like to be a dinosaur. And it's coming out in May 2014. And their prognosis, is anybody not stoked for a Pixar about movie about dinosaurs? <laughs> All right, and now it's my turn to, well to, 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 to gab on, as if I didn't talk enough right then. Should I had Dave take that one while I uh, took a bit of a rest, but oh, what the heck. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm really kind of digging this whole 80s video game uh, thing that's kind of cropping up with uh, Pixels, uh, Ready Player One, um, and uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Um, uh, those kind of really kind of appeal to me because it's a journey into my childhood. Um, not that I've really left it behind. So. <laughs> um, the, the Looper kind of sounded good until I saw um, Bruce Willis uh, listed. Oh, I kind of got a bit sick of him. Um, After Earth kind of caught my interest because I'm a huge Will Smith fan. Uh, and we'll get to that a bit later and I won't go on. much about it but it's Will Smith and uh, and his son Jaden Smith Um, and it's a you know set a thousand years into the the future uh, of Earth so uh, sounds kind of cool. Later on down the list we'll be coming to is uh, smaller indie projects. Uh, There's a movie called Robot and Frank uh, which who who knows uh, Jeff might might get a kick out of this one. There's a trailer there. it's about a retired jewel thief who uh, is given a robot companion and uses it to help court a local librarian. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I, I missed cool. that one. Yeah. And also uh, Ruby Sparks uh, about a, a a writer who basically creates an ideal woman by writing about her. Um, kind of dig that kind of uh, that kind of bringing things out of out of a book or whatever and into into real life. Um, there seems to be a lot of stuff in here, and I'm 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 not opposed to to saying stuff that I really am not looking forward to, and if anybody wants to bring that up in the next go round, um, I'm really getting sick of zombie movies. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the zombie genre. I'm a I'm a huge fan of the zombie comedy genre, where it's kind of played for laughs and 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 you know like Shaun of the Dead. Um, that's getting old and I'll have to agree with Dave about uh, even though he seems interested in the Hansel and Gretel movie it just seems to be kind of odd that they're up all of these you know either historical figures or these ones from uh, from fiction and they're casting them in these odd roles you know okay what if Hansel and Gretel grow, grew up and, and kind of kept going with their whole you know <laughs> shoving witches into ovens uh, Dinosaurs and Aliens I think sounds like an absolutely stupid stupid idea um unless they make the dinosaurs talk uh and, and going by the picture I don't know if the picture is anyway representative of the, of the movie or not but uh it just sounds really dumb uh again you I prefer to see movies where you got a, a, a kind of a character that you can um not necessarily associate with but uh that you can understand their story etc but uh do
5: you think uh, we start with Adric, Adric? With some Cybermen arriving there you on go. Earth? It's, it's,
2: that's what it is. It's not actually dinosaurs and aliens. It's dinosaurs. <laughs> Adric. Uh, Adric <laughs> crash lands on the planet Earth in prehistoric times, uh, attempting <laughs> to wipe out all dinosaurs. It's always there Adric you go. Involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah. It just to me. It just sounds. It just, it sounds like a reason for uh, a ton of CGI. Um, and if I'm looking, if I want to see CGI dinosaurs, I'll, I'll watch the Walking with Dinosaurs series. At least they go to some lengths to create this kind of um, backstory to the to the animals and, and what they'd be thinking and what they're doing and whatever. But I just don't know how this is going to work. I could be completely wrong. It could be the smash hit of, of whenever it comes out. But mm, it's just not looking that good to me. <laughs> um, trying to scroll through the list real quickly again. Um, Noah, not really kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, big flood movie. Wahey! Um Robo Apocalypse again. It's like if you give us some good characters, yeah. I mean, it's hard. Really hard, kind of, on some of these to to judge what kind of a movie they're going to be because, especially with Robo Apocalypse, it just is Steven Spielberg robot movie. So give us some good characters and, and a side to root for, especially if it's the robot size, side, that would be really, really cool. If you can really totally see the robot, you know, angle, and and they play it from there, that would be kind of cool, if you ask me, but I'm not familiar with the novel, so I have no idea. Can I
8: just
5: pause you there, Ian? Because no, I seem to remember really. Ken, well, didn't Ken say he <laughs> had to go about now? Is he... See can we just just check on how long he's got left? Sure. Uh, Ken, Ken, how's your time?
0: About ten minutes.
2: Would you I'm would kidding. you like to have a have another crack at the list before you uh, head up? Why sure, Why, sure. Go right ahead, sir.
0: Um, it's a great thing that they're adapting famous novels. Looking forward to uh, uh, Ender's Game, and if. is being involved in the screenplay more the better Uh, Neuromancer really good sign everybody's been uh, copying the father of cyberpunk in their movies from the Matrix on down and so it's nice to have the original on the screen if they do it justice Uh, Frankenweenie be nice to see Tim Burton getting back to something really good again been very tired of Tim Burton's films lately, and to see him go back to this animation and something creative and from the heart will be really nice. Something without Johnny Depp and without Helena Bonham Carter for once. You know, go back just to uh, uh, pure animation. Although he didn't direct it, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I forget the director's name. You mentioned before Ian a project. Uh, That was being done by the director of Nightmare. Mm -hmm. I'm on board for anything. Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Anything that man does, I'm looking forward to. A couple that look interesting later on in the list. Um, Here, Elysium. That's by... uh, Neil Blomkamp who did the brilliant film, um, district nine a low budget film came out a few years ago, um, about a South African, uh, ghetto for aliens. And, um, this is going to be uh, starring Jody Foster and Matt Damon as a cyborg. And it's about inequality of life. Very, a super political thriller. Um, going to be coming out in March of 2013 and the other film that looks rather interesting is Pacific Rim, Guillermo del Toro uh, it's a film about giant robots fighting giant monsters now that could be just very boring again, except that Guillermo del Toro doesn't make boring films the maker of the Hellboy films makes anything but that and he is so creative he's perhaps the best fantasy uh, visualist in cinema next to um, I guess what they're doing with uh, The Hobbit
4: which he almost made this is another one they've released a poster for for Comic Con and it shows the giant robot and I I guess it shows people standing on a giant robot's shoulder (laughs) Makes me think of some Japanese anime from the from the 80s, but it'd be interesting. Yeah,
0: that uh, D- Del Toro uh, uh, makes fantastic
4: films. So I like that's... what they say in the blurb about um, about Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Say, mm-hmm. um, I wonder what accent he's going to use in this movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every and movie he's in, he has a different accent.
0: And <laughs> then they have a quote later in the article that the uh, Del Toro was very effusive about saying that the movie would have the finest bleep monsters and the greatest bleep robots ever, Uh, which is uh, high high, uh, expectations for that. But that sounds like a lot of fun. Everything else, I am not... Ruby Sparks uh, sounds like a Twilight Zone episode. It sounds like it would be fun. Um, anything else? I'm not sure. It's it's like the flip of the coin. We'll be surprised uh, when it's surprised. I don't know if you call it a sequel or anything, but there is an upcoming Oz film from Disney. But it's the story of the Wizard himself when he first came to Oz. And how he established his power base. So um, I I don't know exactly when that's coming out. Uh, not on the list, but uh, that's being finished. I, I saw some uh, information about that film. Um, I think it's called Creator. Um, um, called the Wizard actually, and that's going to be coming out sometime in 2013.
4: But, um, Sounds like a sequel to Wicked.
0: Tapping mm. tapping into that.
4: Yeah. You know anything?
0: Cool. You know, I I know they're probably going to be doing a movie of Wicked any time now. And um, in fact, I think they were going to be doing two different versions: one based directly on the book, and one on the musical, because they
6: they're
8: they're
0: very different.
6: I want to see the musical.
2: Same. It's so so good. It is so good.
6: I've missed all the all the actual uh, showing because I'm a truck driver. I'm never home, and I really, really want them to even even if it's just filming one of the showing so I can watch it because the music is amazing.
0: That 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 should be something. I think will be done. I wish they did it on pay-per-view automatically. Um, Have Broadway shows uh, after they're running. I mean, film them early in the run and do it pay-per-view. Make sure they eventually come out on DVD because there's so many things that are lost forever. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Sondheim are the only people that have the smarts or uh, work with the unions to be able to uh put their work on DVD because they they just did Phantom of the Opera and the sequel Love Never Dies really great DVDs and
6: Oh, I never I didn't know about that one.
0: Oh, it's 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 great. They just had it on PBS too. They showed it about 3 weeks ago. But for 16 bucks, they forget the bad movie of Phantom. They did a a anniversary uh, done in done in the uh, in England, and did the entire show beautifully cast on stage. I could see the performance, and I think it's something like sixteen dollars on DVD. And the sequel, Love Never Dies, is also on DVD, and you I'm can get
5: cats I like that as well.
0: Cats also. I have cats and I love it. Jesus Christ Superstar uh, for Sondheim, they have Sweeney Todd. Uh, Two different versions of it. So I mean, uh, you know, check that out on on Amazon or whatever. But but they should uh, wicked. It wouldn't hurt sales on stage. In fact, the movie of Phantom did not do well. It, it doesn't hurt people when you see it on stage.
6: Yeah. The didn't do well.
0: Yeah, it wasn't very good. Uh,
6: oh, I, well. The thing is, it does not work as a movie. Um,
0: well, it could have. It could have. But, uh,
6: but not the way they did it.
0: Yeah. Well, Joel Schumacher, who can be a very good director with dramatic films, he's the man who killed the Batman franchise with Batman and Robin and the bat cod pieces, et cetera, and nipples. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, he's not, not a good choice for director. Now Les Miserables, that's going to be something wonderful. Crossing fingers, that's going to be out in Christmas. But um, okay. Hugh Jackman and Jean Valjean is a very good thing.
6: Okay, yeah. well, right then and there, I've got to have that movie. <laughs> good,
5: good. All, all good stuff. That, Ken, how are you for time now? I
0: am. I am done. And okay. Still going to hang about five minutes until I. I'm going to listen to everybody else. Thank okay, you so now, much.
5: It, cheers, absolutely, Ian. While you find where your thread was up to, should I read a few <laughs> of the horror ones?
2: Sure, you go ahead. So you can always chime in later on. Well, uh, yeah. well, I know. I
5: mean, I know you. You'll have lost track of what you were saying.
2: <laughs> oh no, 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 That's what oh. the, the medication actually is. is a oh right, bit well, focused. go ahead. Oh, I hate horror films. I was <laughs> loving it. You can, you can definitely take that one while I slip off and get another cup of tea.
5: Should I do that now then?
2: Yeah, go ahead and, and read out the horror ones because I hate horror movies.
5: <laughs> oh, okay, and... Uh, no, no, again, no, no,
2: uh, a, no offense, Rick Wall, but uh, they're just not my flavor. Yeah.
5: <laughs> okay, well, uh, anybody who. Uh, what I will do is, after I've read each one, I'll pause for a second or two. If anybody wants to come in and make a comment. On these particular ones, rather than general comments on the whole IO list. Uh, so, uh, f- the possession. What's it about? Formerly titled uh Bunk," a something box, "Der Box." This is an example of that rare breed, a Jewish horror film. A couple of days, uh, a couple buy a box at a yard sale, not realising it contains something horrifying.
8: Nine.
5: Oh, no, sorry, it's wrong one. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan stars. Watch the trailer here. Coming in August. The release date for this one has been getting pushed back and it's ended up in August. On the other hand, the trailer looks scarily good. Um, 7,500. What's all that about? Uh, Ryan Quanten, is that? It's going on an airplane and that gets haunted by an evil spirit. The latest f- film from the director of Grudge, uh, movies. Uh, Takashika Shimutsu. Again, where's Mike when you need him? Coming out in uh, 2013 on an unspecified date. Release date was pushed back from August uh, pretty much the, at the last minute. But ghosts on a plane, not snakes on a plane, are always a good recipe for good times. The trailer link is there again. Haunter. Uh, Splice director uh, Valensino Natalia sorry about all this, directs a ghost movie in which Abigail Breslin is a ghost who died in 1986 and is trapped in a house trying to save a living girl from suffering the same fate. Also co-starring David Howlett, Aka Rodney McKay. Status Film started back in April, comes out sometime in 2013. Um, Prognosis... um, Out of the most mundane settings and shows has now given our everyday, in our everyday lives, we are spirits living in the material world. Didn't do that very well, sorry. Uh, One last more in the horror one, The Bay. Uh, Barry the Sphere Levinson directs a low-budget horror movie about horrifying parasites. Check out some concept art we posted yesterday. Filming ended quite some time ago, and it's probably coming in 2013. Prognosis: It's reportedly the, the same low-budget wheelhouse as *Insidious* and *The Paranormal Activity*, but with parasites that can eat your tongue. Ooh, no good for podcasters. That one. Okay. Anybody want to make any comment about those?
6: Uh, the *Hunter* looks, even though I'm not a horror fan, the concept of *Hunter* looks right. interesting. Where basically they they're flipping it around, where the ghost is trying to save someone.
5: Okay, and uh, since uh, Ken has had his second go, and you went second, Ken, did you want to stay on mic now and just mention anything else that's come to mind while we've been, you know, moving on through the
6: show? If not, we'll go on to Perry G as a second go around. You uh, so sure. yep. that for me?
5: Yep, can Is there anything else oh, while you've got the
6: mic? No, go right ahead.
5: Okay. Um, before I read the medium to big budget films, and Ian is back. Perry, do you want your second Yeah, sure. Cha-
4: yeah, I'm in fact I Tom. was going down the list as you were reading. Can you hear me?
5: Yep, certainly were.
4: Yep. Okay. Um then the next one that's actually down the list in the medium to big budget films has been getting a lot of advertising in the U.S. on TV. It's called The Watch. And the one thing that really has me interested in this, well, I'll tell you what it's about. It's, a, it's about a neighborhood watch who confronts a uh, an alien invasion. And the one thing about this movie that really intrigues me is the cast. It's got um, uh, Richard Ioadi, I think is how you say it, from the IT crowd. He was a moss on the IT crowd. And so um, I'm really interested to see him uh, in a, a U.S. production uh, movie, um, but the the main cast is Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, and Jonah Hill, and then and then it's Richard uh, Ayoade So
5: right, and that's I'm basically read that. what what we've got on there. It says um, sounds yeah, like well, a dream come saying. true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I won't bother reading that one out.
4: He doesn't seem to have many lines in the in the trailers I've seen though. So, um, but he's very funny in the IT crowd, and if you. You've seen him in the, the Mighty Boosh and things like that. He's a really funny guy. You
5: don't think it sounds a little bit like that? What was it called? Attack of the Block or something? It sounds a little bit like that,
4: doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know that one.
5: Anybody, Ian? What was it called? Attack of the Block or something?
2: Right, but that's uh, yeah, that's different. This one is basically these guys, the former neighborhood watch group, but then they uncover an alien invasion. Um, right. It's, it's set kind of in suburbia, rather than the other one is. Uh, I believe it's set in Subur- uh, yeah. an apartment block, and right. there's there's an actual alien invasion going on that every you know that everybody's aware of. But uh, yeah,
8: okay. As far
2: as I know, I hey, have did... not seen
4: Attack of the Block. So
5: okay, Perry. Anything more?
4: Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was it's not something on this list, but I know that um that oh, of course now I lose the name um Edgar Wright and Nick Frost and the other guy <laughs> the most famous one um they are you know from Shaun of the Dead they they're making a new movie in the, in that sort of Simon Pegg Simon Pegg that's the name and I I know that they're working on a new film together so it'll be along the lines of Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz one of those
5: Fat Boy Run, Run Fat Boy, or
4: something. Run Fat Boy Run. Yeah. I don't think that was quite the same as the others. No, was, that, was that more of a comedy? I was know. it? Oh, it's like a romantic comedy. I like right. really enjoyed that. It was a good movie, but it was mostly about him trying to get back with his his fiancee, I think. Right. Um, and what was the last one? Paul, I guess that was. Ah, uh, yes, right in it, but that was. Uh, anyway. But I, but I know they've got another movie in the works, right? that, but that's all I've heard of it. That they're working on it.
5: Okay. Well, let me just read a few more of these out if you don't know. Yep. And then I think it's Kobo's turn to go on his second go. So we've basically read out the watch. So let's go to The Odd Life of Timothy Green, um, an idea by Frank Zappa's son, H- Hamlet. Is that... Uh, A couple who can't have a child of their own bury a box in the backyard with all their wishes for a child, and then a 10-year-old appears and claims to be their son. I think there's lots of ladies that wish it had happened like that, Uh, but he's even more unusual than they realise. It comes out August 15th, prognosis, dirt baby you should probably have some sort of drinking game involving shots of every time the kid lifts his arm to the skies or Jennifer Gardner does that frowny smiley face that she used to do when the plot twists on Alias made no sense mm. okay. Looper what's it all about? Rian Johnson is that? reunites his brick star Joseph Gordon-Levitt for a movie about Hitman and time travel oh that sounds interesting Bruce Willis plays Gordon Levitt's oldest self from the future, coming out September the 28th. If it can live up to brick, it should be one of our favourite movies this year. Well, uh, like Jeff, I'm a big time travel fan, so that actually might have legs. And So I'll stop at there, and we're up to the gravity one, Ian, but we'll go to Kobo uh, and see if they if he wants to make any more contribution. Kobo? Yeah.
7: yeah, I'd like Timothy Green sounds... Fantastic, if only because it has Jennifer Garner in it, and you know how Ian feels about River? That's how I feel about Jennifer Garner, so enough said there. Um. <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of awesome, except for the disparaging comment about Alias. My favorite show of all time. Other than Doctor Who. All right. Um. Yeah, that that one really caught my eye. And so did After Earth. Until I'd read that M. Night Shyamalan was directing it. He hasn't done a good movie since The Village. So that kind of has me scared. But I'm a big Will Smith fan, so we'll see. Okay, I don't, yeah, I, I,
8: think, I
4: don't, I don't think he's done a good movie since before The Village and and after Avatar. I'm just mad at him. <laughs> I'm just mad. I just, I, I just don't even like to hear his name anymore after that movie. <laughs> I was such a fan of the cartoon series, and then I watched that movie and. Watching that movie, I'm convinced he didn't watch one episode of the cartoon series. He just probably read the premise and then made the movie.
2: I keep thinking I'll watch that because it's on Netflix and then I just move on to something else.
4: Yeah, don't watch the M. Night Shyamalan Avatar movie. It's not worth it.
7: <laughs>
5: You've been warned, Ian.
8: <laughs>
4: yeah. Thank
8: you. Okay. Has anybody uh,
7: been watching Flash Gordon on Netflix? Just as a quick little aside...
2: No, I did see it listed there, though, that, that you're talking about the original serials, right?
7: Yeah.
8: they great.
2: Yeah, yeah, I haven't got around to watching them yet, but yeah, I noticed that they
8: were on there last night, I think it was, when I was looking through.
7: Okay. But that was um, all I had,
2: so,
7: yeah. Okay,
5: well, Ian, do you want to read out the next three or so? We're up to Gravity, then we'll go back to Ripwall, I think.
2: Okay, okay. Okay, gravity. Uh, what's it about? Uh, Alfonso Cuarón uh, set a new high watermark in uh, dystopias with *Children of Men*, and now he's making a space movie in which Sandra Bullock plays an astronaut who's lost in space. Warning, warning. Oh, sorry. What? Uh, <laughs> status delayed from this November to sometime in 2013. Prognosis: uh, The first test screening yielded mixed reports. Uh, some people say it's uh, gorgeous, but not that thrilling. But others say, boy, it gives the performance of her career. All right, as was mentioned before, but I'll run through it real quick again. At Lyceum, uh, what's about? Uh, District 9 director Neil Blomkamp uh, returns with another super political movie in which uh, the rich live on a space station ruled by uh, Secretary Rhodes, Jodie Foster. Uh, Matt Damon is a cyborg who's packed into a tough corner. Coming March 2013... Sounds very much like another film in the same super-political mold as District 9. Next, we have Oblivion. What's it about? Uh, could these directors and, and creators get uh, easier to pronounce names? Thank you very much. Uh, Joseph Kaczynski, uh from Tron Legacy uh, gets to direct an original project. Tom Cruise plays a soldier who's one of the few humans patrolling a desolate planet, which may be Earth. Um, he's fighting off warlike aliens. It's coming sometime in 2013. Um, prognosis between this and We Are Mortal, uh, We Mortals Are, Tom Cruise is going to be our alien-killing mastermind next year. Uh, what little we know of this, uh, it sounds sort of great, but it's probably too early to say. Um, next movie After Earth. What's it about? M Night <laughs> directs a post-apocalyptic film starring Will Smith and his son Jaden Smith. It's been a thousand years since uh, humans abandoned Earth, Uh, but a father and son crash land here, and the father is injured, leaving his son to fend for himself. Uh, Coming June 2013. Prognosis. It sounds like uh, mostly a vehicle for Jaden Smith, uh, with Will Smith getting injured and thus sidelined. Uh, The screenplay is by the Book of Eli's uh, Gary Witta and Shyamalan himself. Uh, Although uh, Stephen Gagin. Gag 10. There you go. Traffic polished it. Uh, it really depends on whether you want to give um, another chance. <laughs> <And>
5: perhaps <laughs> this is a, a film where uh, Jaden is riding on a horse along a beach and then he comes on a broken statue and says, Damn them, damn them all to hell.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, next, of
8: course, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> next, of course, we've, we've covered a specific rim. Giant robots, giant monsters, Edris Alba. oh, uh, What more do we need to know? And of course, uh, Guillermo del Toro. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that. I posted a link earlier in the chat, and you can also search it on Google. Uh, if you look up Pacific Room and look at images, you'll see the big giant robot with people standing on its shoulder. So, uh, yes, I'll skip that one and go on to Singularity. What's it about? Roland Emmerich, uh, from 2012, changes gears a bit from disaster movies uh, to something that's arguably uh, the opposite of disaster. The singularity, a nanotech pioneer saves his injured son by transferring his son's consciousness to a swarm of nanobots. But then an evil corporation wants to do evil things with them, hence them being an evil corporation, I'm sure. Uh, bumped from May 2013 to November 2013, at least in part because of script problems. Uh, Ray Kurzweil, uh, author of The Singularity Is Near, has been consulting on the script. So this should be interesting in any case. And last in this list, uh, Jupiter Rising. What's it about? Uh, Then people who did The Matrix uh, direct their uh, first original project since The Matrix, according to the Plot Synopsis. Uh, Mila Kunis is an immigrant who's scrubbing toilets and doesn't realize she shares the same DNA as the Queen of the Universe. Oh, God. So
5: <laughs> right, The Queen of the Toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, a super-evolved bounty hunter is sent to get rid of her, but they fall in love. Um... Wow. Uh, (laughs) Status hasn't started filming yet, possibly coming in 2014. Prognosis, let's hope that plus synopsis wasn't garbled in translation. That's what I was thinking.
5: (laughs) Yeah, science fiction meets flushed away.
2: Oh,
8: God. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> right. Oh my! Uh, we're
5: we're, we're, we're faded away now as we get up to an hour and fifty minutes, but we we've just got the smaller India projects to mention. But mm-hmm. I think we ought to go to Rick Wall and get his second uh, uh second pull of step changed.
3: Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh. One that's been talked about quite a bit. Um. um lately, uh, is the Del Toro um, um movie to me that looks interesting uh I mean it's still plural. How could that go wrong um, i i i enjoy most of his movies, especially the Hellboy okay. one um so we'll see um, and ho- i i agree with um Haunted? Uh, haunted hunted yeah Haunted, I think it is. It uh, sounds
2: interesting, the one with the haunted house.
8: Of course it would. Yeah. I, I, mean, I wonder why. Uh, I wonder
2: why that it feels true. <laughs> Oops. I shouldn't quiet, have done anything.
5: <laughs> we, we just lost see, Rick Wall. <laughs> see, it's just, well, while we, uh, well, okay, <laughs> to give uh, Jeff some warning, we need to go to Jeff next, if we can. There's seven more, so if I... uh, These are smaller indie projects. Uh, uh, Excuse me if I sort of garble them quickly, uh, because we're... uh, I mean, it's absolutely fabulous, as Ian said, that there are such stuff in the works. Many of these, of course, not coming out for a full 12 months from now, but there you go. Ruby Slipper. No, it's Ruby Sparks. What's it all about? (laughs) Famous young writer who is struggling with the writer's block starts imagining his ideal woman. Hmm. Uh, weird science, eh? Uh, then he get, gets to write about her, and she becomes real. Uh, but can he have a meaningful, meaningful relationship with his own fictional creation? July, it comes out July 25th, so that must be this year. Oh, it says, I didn't even read ahead. A sort of weird science, crossed with stranger than fiction. Uh, these are all smaller indie projects, remember? Uh, Robot and Frank... A retired jewel thief sets, uh, gets given a robot companion and uses it to help court a local librarian called Jeff, who also resumes his criminal career. And oh, no, I no, can't be that one. Um, comes out 24th of uh, August. Uh, we really love this one at Sundance. Jordan Hoffman wrote Robot and Frank and not only. Nails, sorry, not only nails all the heartwarming family scenes expected of a Sundance dramedy, but also has great insight into the ethical implications of artificial intelligence and the uh, fractured lucidity of memory. Hmm.
8: Uh,
5: branded, a dystopian movie about a world where advertising is really controlling our minds for real, starring Ed Stoppard, Jeremy Tambor, Max von Sydow, is he still going as an actor. Lily Sobieski, is that? And others. Sobieski. Uh, September the 7th. Uh, Barely heard anything about this film, but it could be a sleeper hit. The trailer looks a bit... mm, But on the nose with evil corporations are evil. What's that? Do no evil? Now that's Google, isn't it? Uh, But maybe it'll be our new They Live. Stories 24, we've mentioned before. Uh, Dr. Who's Noel Clark plays Charlie, a guy who gets trapped inside a storage warehouse with a huge carnivorous alien. Carnivorous alien, maybe even. Uh, comes out this week at Mickey v. Aliens. Uh, the Knights of. Is that. Badastum. Badastum, oh. <laughs> a group of LARPing nerds, including Danny Puny, Sue Oh, there you are. That's one for uh, Logan. <laughs> and Peter Dink- Dinklage accidentally unleashed a deadly supernatural force, so it's up to them to stop it. Thanks to everyone who reminded me of this in comments. It's in the can. Got lots of hype at Comic-Con a year ago, but apparently there are no plans to release it anytime soon. I wonder if that's going to be one straight to DVD, maybe then. Uh, two more, and then we're done.
7: Oh, no, no. The, pr- uh,
5: the Prototype. A humanoid robot, robot escapes from a containment facility and goes on the run, while defending itself by killing lots of government stooges. And along the way, the movie looks like it'll explore questions of humanity, personhood, and the singularity. Confusingly, there are also other science fiction movies called The Prototype, listed as coming out next year. When we posted the trailer the other day, comments ranged from, This looks horrible to impressive robot design. And fanfare, the last one, (laughs) the girl girl from Mars. A lonely geek's life is transformed when he meets a girl who claims to be from Mars, featuring Max Max Brooks in a supporting role. Coming out in November 2013, according to IMDb, way too soon to tell much about it at this point. It sounds quirky. Nerd gets a girl. The only way he does it is to get one from Mars. And that's my afterthought there. And we, I think Jeff is the only other person in the room who hasn't had a second go at his say. So uh, just checking to see if Jeff's there. Yes, Jeff?
1: I am here. Um, I'm trying to remember when I starred in a film. I, I, I can't remember being in a film. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps
5: it was another librarian. Then just a bit oh, of uh, um, I... <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: The the only other one. Uh, now that we've gone through all all the list, is uh, that, that intrigued me is branded. That one kind kind of sounds interesting. Uh, the one about a uh, world where advertising is really controlling our minds for real. I guess I had to really emphasize the real part there. Really real. <laughs> but um, that that one might be good. It seems to be coming out in September. And uh, uh, that might be interesting to, to watch. Um, but other than that, uh, I, I think I've already listed or, or talked about the ones that piqued my interest.
5: Okay. Well, we're, we're we've... We wanted to give you a second chance to have a, a go. Uh, we're pretty much to the two-hour mark. Uh, I don't think I've got a lot to add, although I must admit, I think that uh, Edris Elba one uh, is one that, um, especially after seeing that post-Pacific Rim, that does sound to me as though that might have uh, a lot going for it, because uh, he's starring in Prometheus at the moment. Well, one of the stars of Prometheus at the moment. So that looks good. Um, and there seems to be a, a, an absolute, at least, range. I know some of the ideas seem to be, basically, uh, we won't copy one film, we'll copy two, and then it's an amalgam, therefore it's not a copy. Um, but um, there seems to be um, quite a lot there. As to Ian's thought about, you know, why they're going to certain areas to, to, to mine for content, I think it's because the, the, the Marvel comics have got the superhero genre sewn up pretty much at the moment. Well, Marvel and the, um, what's the other one that does the other half of... DC. DC Comics, yeah. Between them, they've got the superhero bit sewn up, uh, especially with all the, uh, you know, the Avenger movies coming out. And I heard, I heard uh, that Ken's gone off, so there was some talk about, um, isn't there something like an Evil 7, basically the converse of the, uh, the Avengers? Basically, um, seven super criminals, uh, not super, super villains. I'm trying to remember what they were called.
6: Uh, is that in the Marvel Universe?
5: Yeah.
6: Uh, you might mean the Sinister Six? S-
5: Sinister Six, They you yeah, are, Molly. Well, yeah, that's near enough for me. Sinister Six, that's what I was thinking of. You're right. Thank you, Kanda. Kindor? Kandor? Kindar? Kindar? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of uh, that that, uh, city on the the, uh, Krypton, aren't I? That's called Kindor.
6: See, I'm getting all mixed up. I'm getting tired.
5: I haven't had a glass of wine yet, Ian. So (laughs) I think uh, you want to have your final say and basically maybe do our wrap-up. Just If you are going to do that, let me just remind people that next week, uh, yes, Cult and Girls Ape. We're talking about all the Planet of the Ape movies, uh, all the way from that little reference I made earlier to uh, the latest one and uh, yep, it looks like a subject that certainly Ken said he was looking forward to. So, With that, I'm going to hand back to you, Ian. I think I'm about done. I've just had five hours of at wimbledon tennis prior to this
2: <laughs> he's been going back and forth literally <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> all right that does about wrap it up for us um you yeah i
8: think
2: I, <laughs> <laughs> I think i've actually pretty much covered everything that i was interested in here i don't know if uh if anybody else has anything they want to add um but as I go around the room and, and, and we say goodbye, if there's anything else that you've just spotted out of the corner of your eye, as we are closing out, feel free to mention it. Um, yeah, uh, it's nice to see that we've got a, a nice long list of sci-fi and fantasy-based movies coming out uh, over the next uh, two to three years. Um, it's, it's great, you know, what more could you ask for? Well, you could ask for them to all be good, Um <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's probably asking too much um, I'm actually interested in kind of seeing the watch um, it just looks like it'd be a fun lark you know nothing too serious it's not supposed to be a blockbuster um, but uh, you know it could be a lot of fun alright I'm just going to go quick around the room and say goodbye to everybody if there's anything else you want to throw in just let me know alright thank you to Jeff the Seventh Doctor for joining us
1: and thank you Ian for the show thank you Dave you're very welcome
2: Thank you for joining us, Perry G, and for uh, bringing this list to our attention and uh, making it into, I think, a pretty good show. So you can take credit for it now.
4: I think it worked out. I'm glad I thought of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you to Kendar for staying cool and staying with us.
6: Uh, thanks. And uh, since I got permission, I'll mention the Singularity, which I would missed before. I think that's going to be a fun one. Well, maybe not fun, but interesting. And uh,
7: have uh,
2: a yeah. goodbye to everybody. Okay, thanks, kinder
4: Good. Sure. And
2: last but not least, Kobo. Thank you for joining us.
7: Thank you, Ian. And have we ever done a Firefly retrospective as I collective? Just uh, no, that out it's there been uh,
2: actually. I think we might have done it under CIA, a long, long time ago. So maybe it's maybe it might be worth a revisit, especially considering they're having a. Uh, 10-year reunion at Comic-Con uh, this year, so mm-hmm. maybe. David and I had mentioned maybe Maybe doing a uh, a commentary on a couple of episodes, possibly. It maybe my wife, too. Who knows? All right. But th- that wraps up everybody who is on audio. I'd uh, like to thank uh, those who are still in the room and uh, under the the Cone of Silence, Enterprise Who, Bob, and Randall Thor, and of course, we were just recently joined by Sean59. Sorry, Sean, we're just about to end out the show. Um, But yeah, thanks to everybody for for coming along, and uh, as Dave says, next week, we go ape! And we talk about the Planet of the Apes movies as well. (laughs) (laughs) So join us then. Um, Until then, it's goodbye from Mr. Dave AC.
5: And it's goodbye from Ian. Six Doctor.
2: Goodbye, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.